Hello, hello, small business growth family. Welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Growth Podcast. I am so happy that you're here. If you're new here, I'm your host, Madison Page. I am a business growth specialist helping you learn how to stand out and sell out on social media by building a ride or die community around your brand. If you don't know, we like to teach here in a fun conversational type of way. I like to say it's kind of like sipping coffee with a biz bestie, not as scripted like a talk show. I want to have this real conversation with you. So we'll have some guided questions, really just sharing some stories. And today we're talking about a big story of my past of how I went from literally selling zero things from my holiday for through my holidays through literally selling $30,000 worth of products the next year. We're going to talk about what I changed and what this really was. And this is a big part of my past of when I started selling products online and what that all looks like. And so I really wanted to dive into this story with you. I am so happy that you're here. We're diving on in. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe and you comment below. If you're listening to the podcast, podcast, make sure that you're subscribed there so you get notified every time we put out new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. I am diving on in to this story now. So what this really comes down to, if you don't know, I guess my past, before I started doing teaching people how to grow their business, I have a lot of different variety of business experience. My family owned a business. I started, I did social media management for a while, but before and kind of in the middle of my family's business, when I first got to college, I'm somebody that needs a project, okay? I'm just somebody that like kind of constantly needs to be growing something, which is why I, I work so well as an entrepreneur. It is a constant project and truly my business kind of was my project in college that I just started because I was bored. Your girl was taking 18 to 22 credits a semester, graduated with two degrees in three and a half years, but was still a little bored. <laughs> and so what I had to do is I added something onto my plate. I was excited about it. I got to college. My college was a really like outdoorsy, sustainable kind of area. And I got really connected with the sustainability um, kind of sector of of my college town. I went to school in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And so what that really comes down to is I got connected with a lot of people and I started a blog. It was something that I really wanted to dive into was sustainable living. I've always been into being outdoors and a lot of outdoor exploration. And so I started a blog and I started this blog and really it was more so just for me to share my experience. And I have a podcast episode all about this. Um, it was just on podcast. It was before my YouTube, but I have a podcast about why I stopped this, which is after what we're talking about here, but my blog was really successful. It sold a lot of products. Um, but at first truly nobody cared about it. <laughs> and so I was talking about sustainable living. I was very much so I still am a baby steps person that instead of feeling like I had to change absolutely everything I was doing, be incredibly extreme with it. I was like, I can do baby steps, you know, here or there making small little ripples makes a big wave was kind of the, the major thing that I always said. And I dove into it, started sharing blog posts, and then I started thinking, okay, well, I could probably sell products doing this. And I was like, I had sponsorships, I was selling products online, all of the things. And so, but before all of that, I literally was just writing these blog posts. I was probably putting, especially in the beginning, I was putting out a couple a week to try to just get a lot of, a lot of traffic. And it just seemed like nobody cared. And I want to talk about this. And the reason I'm talking about this is because 
my major reasoning for all of these things, or my major time that was sucked during this, <laughs> that to put it lightly, um, was during the holidays. And I know that I've been getting a lot of people being super frustrated um, that their holiday sales haven't picked up yet. And I realized it's super early November. You have a lot of time left, but I had a lot of people that were were bummed that their sales hadn't picked up yet or um, that they just feel like this is that they, they didn't do enough this year to really prepare to have the holiday season that they were really excited about. And so I've been in your shoes. And this whole story is to tell you that you can change a lot in one year. If you're feeling frustrated, you can even change a lot just in a couple of weeks. Um, but this is really how I 180'd my my blog from year to year. And so one year, literally zero sales. And the next year, it, my business was super successful. And I literally, it wasn't a business, it was a blog, I guess. My blog was selling $30,000 worth of products just over the holiday season. So literally monthly in November and December, probably in like six weeks, I sold $30,000 worth of products. Now these weren't my products. I want to preface that, you know, I'm all about transparency. My, my products were like selling links. So I sold like a lot of things on Amazon or a lot of like my, my clients products or not my clients, my, like my sponsors, I guess they were, um, my sponsors or people that sent me stuff. I sold $30,000 worth of products after selling zero the year before. And of course it was a gradual build, but in those six weeks I sold $30,000 worth of products. So what I want to really explain today is what I changed and what I really learned through this process. And to tell you that you can do a lot in one year. You can also do a lot in a shorter period of time, but I've been where you are. I know it's frustrating when your holiday sales aren't to where you want them to be, as well as you're just like, you're like, dang, I thought this was going to be my year. I thought something was going to be different this year. And I really did. I put so much work into it. I made the gift guides. I did all of the things. And I just want to say, mind you, this was a long time ago. So like this was before major influencer marketing. Um, like I thought I was kind of on the up and up on the up and up with some, uh, with some sponsors here. And it was really kind of early on in that area. Blogging was kind of at its peak. Um, and it, but it was before some of the more like influencer stuff on social media. And so it was more so me sharing my experience and then being like, these are the products that I'm actually buying. And then businesses reaching out to me. And a lot of these businesses are still out there and I see them at the stores and I still wear, I still use the products. And I, if you know anything about me or my story, I'm still really big into the all natural living, all natural products, clean products, um, like balancing my hormones naturally, all of the things. If I can have a natural remedy to something, I absolutely will. I never, I rarely take ibuprofen unless I really have to. Like I'm still in the realm. Um, I've probably mellowed out a little bit from the sustainability stuff, but it's still something I think about and it is still what I practice. I just have obviously switched gears and that's why I keep it a part of this business because it really is who I am. So I'm making this episode to really tell you I've been where you are if you're feeling frustrated around your holiday sales or to tell you, you can make a really big change in 12 months from year to year. I mean, there's people out there that have gained. I saw someone the other day share that she didn't have, she had like a thousand followers and she now has 5 million on TikTok and it was literally a year later. And so understanding that there's a lot that can be changed in one year, we're going in and we're starting to talk about 2024, realizing my business this year, like quadrupled, maybe even more than that in this year, in the calendar year from last year realizing a lot can change. It just takes a couple of major tweaks um, and realizing some different things. But today we're going to talk about from my blog that I had, the sustainability blog, really 
what it was that I changed, the top three things that I changed and what I really learned from this experience of growing my business, growing this blog and really seeing it from there. Now, if you want to hear why I stopped this blog, I do have an episode out there. I think it's called like I was selling $30,000 a year and I quit or something like that or $30,000 in six weeks and I quit or something along those lines. Um, it was probably about a year ago that I put it out because I was talking about it at the same time. Uh, so go over there. You can check it out. But let's kind of dive into the top three things that I did. So kind of flashback. I was going through the holidays. I was posting the gift guides. I had the Amazon links. I had all my links set up. I was doing all of the things and just truly nobody bought. I was like, what is going on? Nobody cares. Does any like, does anybody even see this? Why does it feel like I'm doing the absolute most posting every day, posting different blog posts. Like I was on social too. Like I was on Instagram, which is where my major community was. But then I had my blog kind of like my podcast to my business now. And I was like, I had this community. I didn't understand why people would never buy. People would click the links and they would read the blog post, but I could never get them to buy. So it's just like you, people coming to your website, you could see the traffic or people following you, but they're just not buying. It was the same thing. And I was so frustrated. I was in school to, for two business degrees. I'm of the top 2% of business coaches that actually have business degrees. And I was in school to be for marketing and business management. I was like, what is going on? Why is nobody buying? I feel like I should have this. I should know these things. And I had been running my family's social media for a long time. And it was just so frustrating. We had already seen success on my family's social media. Was I really following a strategy? No, but I was doing some things and I knew that they were working, but I couldn't get it in this blog. And so I literally got so gritty with it. I was in college, so I had access to like a ton of research papers and journals and the library, my teachers, so many different resources that I went in on it. Like I was reading, I was in the library reading like full journal entries, full research papers. I would do this thing where um, I would call, I would go to Barnes and Noble and I would like speed read like five to eight books in a day. And I would do that. I would try to do that like once a month. So I would pick a topic and I would grab the books from that topic and I would I basically would skim read it I actually think I have a podcast episode on that as well um it's like how I read five books in a day or something like that and I would skim read them and so I read like I mean read kind of in quotations if you're not watching on YouTube um I read this like five books in a day all about this I was taking notes I was kind of skim reading like I've read I read like 50 100 books I took courses I started listening to every podcast and let me just tell you I just want to preface, this isn't all just free content. And I think some people, when their business isn't working, they just try to like consume every free masterclass and they try to listen to so many podcasts and they do all these things. I want to, though that was an element of it. I did listen to a ton of podcasts. I had like a 45 minute walk to class in the morning and at night. And I would pretty much always be listening to podcasts on my way there and back. I would like at the gym, was listening to podcasts in between classes, listening to podcasts. I literally had so much information just coming in. So I did do a lot of the free work, but it's not just that I read it and that I consumed the information. I was then looking for other examples. I was then implementing these things, creating a plan based on, I was taking notes and I was actually going back to those notes and seeing what I was doing wrong according to those things. I was reading journals and research papers because I think a lot of times what people do when they're struggling is they go to this free content and they're like, nope, this is going to be my year. And I know a lot of you are going to do that in January. This is going to be my year. This is my year. I'm going to do it. 
and you start listening to all this free content and then you're like, okay, then what? Because a lot of free content, I try for mine not to be this way, but a lot of free content comes with a, like it, it is actually created to make you more confused. I've had plenty of coaches and other people in the industry tell me you need to confuse your audience more in your free content. And truly, I don't, I don't agree with that. However, a lot of the masterclasses, a lot of the other podcasts, what they can't tell you everything going on in their mind. They can't tell you their whole frame, myself included. I don't tell you every single one of my frameworks in my stuff because that is what I teach. That is what took me years and all of this studying to really understand. But free content will not always give you the A, B, and C, but it'll get you somewhere. It'll get you somewhere, but it won't get you as far as as actually getting some of this information would. So I started, long story short, don't just talk, don't just consume free content. Yes, my podcast is wonderful. I give a lot of information and I get people literally every day to tell me that they watched my podcast and they've seen results from my podcast. That's awesome. If you see results from my podcast, your results would be tenfold, maybe a hundredfold if you actually were in one of my programs because you get a lot more of the who, what, why, and how, and in what order. Right now you can listen, you can listen to this podcast, and you listen to this podcast, and you listen to this another, even if it's not all mine, and you might not know what you have to do prior to the other one, what you're missing, and what you think that this is just it and we're good. I do this thing and we're good. I do this thing, but you might not have the whole picture. And so long tangent there, but, um, I was literally got so gritty with it. I was doing courses. I mean, I, I would go and I would sit in other, and I would sit in like other business classes that I wasn't even ready for yet because I wanted the information. I would go and sit in, in sales psychology classes that were for seniors. And I was a freshman. I would just go and sit and try to consume this information. Really at the end of the day, I just got gritty. I got gritty and I learned the information quicker than I needed to. And it was funny because once I finally got into those classes, the classes were incredibly easy because I had already learned them in all of the information that I had already been really researching. And so what it comes down to then is I learned the information. I learned the textbook stuff. I was literally reading full textbooks from like I would grab social media marketing textbook and I would just read it and it would be a senior level class, but I would be reading it to get the information. I wasn't getting tested on it, but I would want the information, want the frameworks, want what I needed there. I got this, implemented the strategy. I know that I, I bought a course or two of, from other people and I really just knew that I needed to, to do it. So number one of what I changed is I got gritty. I learned the strategy and I actually got the knowledge that I needed in order to build this business. And this is why when I tell you, you've never done this before. So you can't be that hard on yourself. You wouldn't try to go into the Olympics without having a coach. You wouldn't go into the Olympics without knowing how to play the sport. That's the exact same thing you're trying to do. If you have like if you have a business, you're trying to have a successful business and you've never done it before and you don't know how. So you absolutely need to learn the strategy. You need to learn the skill. You wouldn't try to, to join a band without playing the instrument. And so you need to know the strategy and the knowledge behind actually what you're doing in order to make it happen. You see a lot of businesses out there and you're like, they don't look like they actually know the strategy. They're just winging it and they just went viral and their business did that, which yes, you can go viral and your business will change overnight for sure. But the percentage of people that go viral is so very small that you can't depend on that. That can't be something that you just depend on to happen because A, virality is not always the goal because your viral post might actually hurt you in the long run, as well as virality is not guaranteed. It's, uh, there's a big piece of virality that is luck. 
there is a big piece of it that actually is just like the algorithm really liked that one and we don't know why. And so you can't depend on it. You have to learn the strategy behind it. And the strategy will actually help you build the real connections that you're looking for. So step number one that I did is I got gritty. I learned the information. I bought the courses. I invested in my business. I invested so much time, effort, and money into actually just learning what I needed to do in order to have a successful business. I read so many books, so many research papers. I did the courses. I watched the trainings. I did all of the things in order to really understand the why. And then following into the next thing is I did the things that I needed to do. I didn't just learn the information. I actually implemented it. And what that really was is I knew I did the things that I knew I should be doing and I wasn't. And I, what that comes down to is I got over myself. Something that I really wasn't doing that I think a lot of you guys can probably relate to is I wasn't showing my face and I had a blog. And so imagine you following an influencer that never showed her face. And I didn't show my face because I was like, ah, my information is good enough. My writing is good enough. My photos are good enough that people will follow even if they don't know me. And I think a lot of you guys are there that you're like, my products are good. I, I don't want to be the center of my product or I don't look good enough on the day to day or my house isn't good enough on the day to day. I mean, I'm like, look at, look at the, if you're watching on YouTube right now, look at this video. You think this is a very aesthetically pleasing thing. I'm at my parents' house right now. So it's not in the bus. My bus might be a little bit more aesthetically pleasing, but not really. It's like very unfinished. And, but everything doesn't need to be aesthetically pleasing. I got over the excuses in my head and I did the things that I knew I should be doing. Because as I was learning this information, I was implementing here and there and a couple of little things here and like all over the place. I was implementing as I was learning these things. However, you, there was still a lot of the things that I was like, eh, I don't need to do those things. It's often the things that you're putting off that you know you should be doing that are going to make the biggest difference for you because those are the gaps that you know you should be doing. You know you need to fill, but you're telling yourself because of some insecurity or some fear that you don't need to do them. And I'm here to tell you, you kind of do, okay? Like you really, really, really do. Um, it's oftentimes the things that you know, and this has come up in my business so much now that a lot of times, even with my clients, is they're like, I know I should be doing this, but I'm not. Um, and I say, well, do those things. They do the thing and then they see the results. And it's because they've already learned it. They know the strategy. It's inside of them, but they have a fear that's getting in their way. So I cut the fears to the side. I started showing my face, even if it was something I never thought that I would do. And I showed my face and things started to work. My engagement increased. People started asking more questions. People started actually connecting with me as opposed to just these like random photos that I was putting out there and hoping that people really wanted to look at. And that is something in your business as well is you don't always need to share your face, but people should know who's behind the business. People should have some face or some personality to connect to behind your business. And so I started doing the things that I knew I should be doing and that I had the fear. So first I learned the strategy and I implemented the strategy. Next, I looked at the things that I knew I still should be doing and I did those things. I started showing my face. I got a little bit more personal. And number three is I did a major collaboration and a major challenge to get people in included and connected and involved in my community 
and to help me grow into, to build a bigger, more aligned audience. Now, I'm not somebody to tell you, you need 10,000 followers to make a good income in your business. But I am somebody to tell you that you need aligned good people in front of you. If you only have 300 followers right now and truly only about 30% of those people see your stuff, you have 90 people there, 2%, 5% of 90 people is very few customers. In order for you to actually see people, I had to grow my audience. I had to get in front of the right people and then get them connected into my audience. And I really, that collaboration, so what I did this was like at the heat of, I was like very early on in the straw thing. We're like, we're cutting out straws. Again, this was a sustainability blog. We were cutting out straws. And what I called it is I called it March Against Straws. And in March, it was basically for 30 days, you can't use a straw. And if you do, you had to like find a different use for it, things like that. And I had so many people sign up. It was how I was growing my email list. It was how I was getting people connected. We had a big like uh, group chat, Facebook group for people getting involved. And I had multiple business. I had a lot of straw businesses reach out to me and want to provide me with reusable straws and to, to share my, my program and to get people included in it. And I had people actually sponsor the event. And so I didn't even reach out to these people, but they found me because of the initiative that at that time was very new and unique. People weren't really talking about straws yet, but I, that was something that I really looked at. And so it was something that was new. It was something that was kind of innovative. It was something that got people connected and it was something that people needed to buy something in order to really uh, fulfill the need of a straw. And so I created this challenge. It got people connected, which is a really big community builder. It got people connected with me and collaborating with me. And it also got a bunch of other people sharing my stuff out to a lot of other businesses. And so I had a business that had like 120,000 followers sponsor this event and start talking about it a lot. Hey, hope you're loving this podcast. Give me 30 seconds to give you a quick inside scoop on something you might not know about, and then we'll hop right back in. Do you ever feel paralyzed by there being so many things you could possibly do, ideas you could possibly chase, strategies to implement in your business that you have no idea where to start, so you end up kind of just doing nothing or a little bit of everything? Should you grow your account, build a community, go live, post more on social? In a world where we could constantly be comparing and feeling like we have have to do all of the things, I wanted to bring you something that directs your focus on one main thing, strategically and for a low cost. Because when we try to do a little of everything, it actually dilutes the results you could see if you just went all in on one thing. Introducing Entrepreneurship Made Easy, your place to stand out, chill out, and sell out, where I give you a new strategic focus each month equipped with fresh, high-level business trainings, resources, and strategy to take all of your ideas, possible strategies to follow, and overwhelm of where the heck to even start and give you a direct focus with objectives for you to follow to start seeing results in your business. And it's only $47 because everyone deserves to grow their business with ease and simplicity. Think a strategy-packed mini training worth $500 popping into your inbox each month to take all of your ideas and simplify it into strategy, exercises, and a checklist to implement that month for $47. The link is in the show notes to join and hop in. Use code SECRET for 50% off of your first month. Okay, back to the episode. So what this collaboration did was it helped me grow 
a lot more aligned followers in front of me that they immediately got connected to me. They got nurtured immediately because I had all of these, um, I had this, this kind of this challenge and then we had this group chat and they knew who I was. I went live, we talked, we had calls, we were doing all these things that were just kind of around sustainability that they got nurtured really quickly. They got nurtured to the point of us just kind of spending a lot of time and getting into my community very quickly. And that's why a lot of times having that collaboration, having some challenges and things like that within your business can also be really good. So I implemented a strategy. I learned all, I guess, first things first, I learned all the strategy. I then implemented it. I got really gritty and I figured it all out. I started making my own frameworks and things like that. I did And then I kind of got over myself, got over the fears, got over the things that I had, that I knew that I should be doing that I wasn't really, that I wasn't doing yet. I started showing my face online. Um, I really started to care more about the connection with me as the blogger behind it. I realized that was absolutely necessary. And then I ran this collaboration in March of the year that really propelled got a lot new people into my audience in Q1. I got people really nurtured and then I nurtured them kind of all throughout the season. I continued to work with that brand um, and I got more people, got a, grew a larger audience. And so like to be totally transparent, I think I gained like two 2,000 followers from that within March. Um, and then, and again, this was before Reels. This was before influencer marketing. I've been in the social media world for a long time, my friends. And... This was, I gained like 2000 followers on top of my thousands that I already had, but they were really aligned followers and they got in, they got connected to me. They were in there. And then I was able to kind of consistently learn how to sell to them, get them more connected over the year, which allowed me to do $30,000 worth of sales in the six weeks of Christmas time. Again, this wasn't just going from zero to 30,000. This was a casual buildup of me doing more and more and more and more. And then I sold those $30,000 worth of sales. And so what it really comes down to, if you're frustrated now, if you're like, Maddie, I really thought that I did the thing. I thought that I was going to have a better year. I want you to ask yourself right now, do you, do you have a strategy? Are you following a strategy? And when I ask you what a strategy is, I should do a podcast episode on that. Like, what do I mean when I ask you, do you have a strategy? Does that really matter? Having a strategy means I can ask you why you're doing what you're doing, what your major objective is and how you're going to get there. Why are you doing this? What is that major objective that you're trying to do with your audience right now? And how, what content and messaging and things are you doing in order to get there? And is it working? <laughs> you can have a strategy and it might not be working, but we need to know that it's a strategy. Do you have a strategy? You know how to get there. Do you know when you post these pieces of content, you're doing these different things, it's going to elicit this certain response. If the answer to that is no, that means you don't have a strategy. You do need a strategy. The longer and longer I'm in business, the more that I have really come to know that if you don't have a, like strategy is necessary for success. If you are just trying to wing it and you don't really know how to grow a business right now, you need necessary things in your toolbox that you need to check in order to really get there. The next one is, um, what are the things that you know you should be doing that you're not doing? What are the things that you know you're putting off? You know that your fears are getting in the way, whether it's showing your face or that you're worried about what people will think or what all of those things or reaching out to that person because you don't feel like you're big enough yet. What are the things that you know you should be doing that you're not because 
it really is those things that make a big difference because right now you know some of the things that you should be doing that you've listened to the podcast you've listened to me say or you've listened to other people say or you've read the book you know you should be doing those things but you aren't yet because of x y and z what are those things and what is the major fear behind them and how can we start taking action in order to actually get those things done And last but not least, do you have actual aligned people in your audience in front of you? This is a question. This is something I get a lot with my clients as they come in, they come to me and they say, Maddie, I don't understand why I'm not making sales. We focus on their content. We get their content looking really good. And they're like, Maddie, why am I still not making sales? And I say, well, you have 120 followers. And so that doesn't mean that you can't make sales with that, but that means that you just don't have the mere numbers in front of you to make enough money in the business that you have. You do need numbers. At a certain point, you do need an audience in order to increase those sales. Um, And so do you have enough aligned people to really make sales in front of you? And I would say you should be making some sales at 200, 500, 1,000, whatever that might be, as long as you have the right people in your audience, as long as you have the right people coming to you or the right people that are in in your world as long as you have people that actually need your product and actually want your product and can benefit from your product in front of you you should be making sales but in order to make a lot of sales in order to make a lot of money you need more people and this is where having some of that strategy comes in this is why i have a program that's all about just expanding your audience why that is is because you really do need numbers at a certain point. I have clients that I say, truly what you need to work on is just growing your audience, is just growing the people that you are selling to because your community and your marketing is selling properly. Your conversion rate is higher than average for the followers that you have, which is what happens when you build a community. However, you need just more people in your community. And that is my ASA program. But um, those are the questions that I have for you. Now, I want to tell you if you're frustrated with your holiday sales, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I thought this was my year and clearly it's not, that next year can be your year, but you have to take aligned action. The more and more that I dive into business, the more and more my experience goes, you need strategy, you need to be able to overcome your fears and you need people in front of you. You need community members in front of you. So if you don't have those three things, I am happy to help you, happy to support you. You know that I have that. I have a lot of programs coming into the new year. Um, I have my three major live programs that help people at different stages of business inside of Madison Page & Co. Um, and I'm happy to support you there. Head on over to my Instagram at this is Madison page. We can hang out there. You can learn a lot about my programs, but you need a strategy. You need to overcome those fears. You need support as well as you need, you need the people in your following that are behind you and really excited about what you have to offer in order to get there as well. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so glad that you found this podcast, whether you are new or not new. Hello, hello. I am just overjoyed with the growth of this podcast over the last couple of years. Make sure that you are sharing it out to other business owners that might need it. Other business owners that you're like, Maddie, we're going to do a challenge this year. This is going to be my year. Let's do it. Send that to your friend and make sure that you are subscribing. If you found this helpful, hit the subscribe button on either if you're following on podcast podcast or if you're subscribing on YouTube. And if you didn't know, and you listen to my podcast on Spotify or Apple that I have moved over to YouTube as well. So we can actually sit and have 
face-to-face conversations. It has been so much fun to actually just feel like I'm talking directly to you. I feel like it just kind of adds a different element to the podcast as well. I feel like as opposed to it just being me like ranting in a room by myself, like in my own little bubble, I feel like there's actually somebody listening, um, which is really fun. And so uh, head on over to YouTube. The link for that will be in the show notes as well. We are doing early bird specials on all of my live programs for into 2024. I know if you're just like trying to get through the holidays um, and then starting into the new year, we will be hitting the ground running and making sure 2024 is your year working on strategy, working on getting the right people in front of you and working on overcoming your fears of actually owning this really big brand that you want. So I hope that you have a wonderful day. I hope that you found this this podcast really helpful and I love you. I am rooting for you and I'm in your corner always.